Welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I have been so looking forward to tonight. You ever have one of those days where everything just falls in line together? You know, usually I'm all frantic, but no, today I got everything done on time today. At least I think I did. I'll find out when I find out if I forgot. But, you know, I'm sitting here doing this show with you guys every Thursday, and it goes right through my dinner time between 5 and 8 West Coast time. And so I always get hungry, but you guys on hold, you can jump up and you can go, you know, microwave microwave yourself a burrito or you can run to the bathroom. I can't. I'm sitting here. I'm just like stuck for three hours in this chair, which reminds me, I want to get one of those heated chair things. That'd be awesome. Anyway, so I always bring stuff in here with me into my office just in case I want something while I'm on the air because I can't get up and run away. And you never know what you want. Sometimes I'll just bring in, like, water or some coffee or something like that. It's like, gosh, I wish I really had some of this, and I don't have it in here. So tonight I've got – this is what my office looks like. I have a bottle of wine. I have a bowl or a cup thingy of rice pudding because that's quiet food, and I can eat it while you're reading, and I can pay attention and chew at the same time. I don't care what they were about me on the bathroom walls. I have a bottle of water. I have my lemon ginger honey tea. I have a vanilla candle lit, vanilla peppermint candle lit, and I have one of these really weird things. You guys are going to think this is strange, but it's, you know those things that you put in front of your house at Christmas time that projects snowflakes all over the front of your house and kind of turns and stuff? found one of those, but it doesn't have snowflakes. What it has is like this beautiful, beautiful emeraldy green swirlies all over it and it just kind of spins and wiggles around and I've got the lights off in my office I've got that thing plugged in and so it makes my entire office right now look like I'm sitting in the middle of the aurora borealis it is the the northern lights like all around me it looks so cool so I just had to share that with you that's how like all relaxed and zen I am tonight until we get going and then I'm going to get all fired up but right now things oh and I have I have a uh Sweetgrass incense lit, too. How's that? <laughs> so I, I'm all set. I'm all ready for you guys tonight. It's going to be awesome. All right. So we have some things we need to go over before we get started. So I'm going to go ahead and run through those real quick. First of all, if you would like to call in tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. Okay. While I'm going through some of this, make sure that you are grabbing your pencils and paper and pens and notebooks or whatever it is you write with because we will be doing our Inspiration from the Inkwell mini workshop in just a moment. Last month, we were celebrating Black History Month and as uh, using that as inspiration for our February prize drawing. And I didn't pull the name last week because I didn't have everything pulled together, but I did this week. And our winner for that Black History Month 
February prize drawing is Doug Curry. So congratulations, Doug Curry. And I do need to let uh, our sea captain, my darling Captain Rich, know that I have not forgot about his from in December, but I have COVID, had COVID, and things have been really slow. I didn't want to send him something while, uh, you know, send him all my little germy germs and stuff. So I just want him to know I have not forgotten about him. His will be going out soon. Okay, so to my brother O. Let's make sure I have everybody in the lineup here. Brother O, guess what, you guys? It is Brother O's birthday. So all of you should jump over to his page and wish him a happy birthday. And, you know, it's, it's really something to celebrate because for over a year, he sat in the hospital calling in every week and reading his poetry from the hospital as he was waiting for a heart transplant. In the hospital that long, waiting for a heart transplant and calling in and reading with us. And he recently got his heart transplant. He is out of the hospital. So I'm really glad he's having a birthday. And I, I know he's going to have a bazillion more. And I'm so excited about that and so excited about, you know, him, him getting a heart. Think about that, you guys. It almost makes me want to cry. It did make me cry. Okay, I'm just so happy. So anyway, Brother O, let's first jump over and wish him a happy birthday. I would put the link in chat, but for some reason, when I – Try to pull up an open chat. It says server error 404 file or directory not found. The resource you were looking for might have been removed, had its name changed, or is temporarily unavailable. And I'm going with the temporary unavailable. So we do not have a chat tonight, just so you know. Sorry about that. But um, hopefully that means they're fixing it so more of you will be able to start getting in, right? Okay, so... I want to take a moment. This is really important. I want to take a moment and thank our sponsors who contributed to the 2022 broadcasting license for last year, those of you who helped cover that for us. We, uh, it's really important that we do this because we are at the end of our 2022 broadcasting season, and here on the 18th of the month, we will be renewing our Hopefully, we'll be renewing our license. Okay, so we don't have we don't have much longer to be able to thank these people who made such a difference in our lives by making sure that we stayed on the air and got to spend time with you. So, our 2022 sponsors are Karen Depthrider Dewitt, Melvin Douglas Johnson, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Vicky Aqua, Hillary Waldo, Timothy Melton. Kevin Kraft, Alana Morris, Ronald P. Bremner, Jade Miss, Todd Carter, Paula Sweet, Lori Binder, Glenn Combs, and Trina Pierce. I would also like to thank those of you who made anonymous donations in the memory of John Music Mankays, our Appalachian poet, Philip Kent Church, Ray Neighbors, Glenn Still, Charles C.B. Banks, Cherry Rose, King's Cadence, and Rick Smith II. Thank you guys so much, all of you. We literally could not stay on the air if it were not for the help from our sponsors. And that's a real good way to segue into the fact that we do have our 2023 broadcasting license live now. So if you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Speakeasy Cafe, you can jump over onto my Facebook page. If you're not on my contacts list, you can find me under Nyla, N-Y-L-A dot Alicia, last name Alicia, L-I-S-I-A. 
And on my, uh, you can message me if you'd like, and I can give you the details, or you can find it actually on the uh, pinned to the top of my page, the link to our GoFundMe uh, page, or you can actually, I think you can just search Speakeasy Cafe under GoFundMe, and you might be able to find it that way. If you do, aren't, you know, if you don't want to use the GoFundMe thing, you can also, uh, the show has a PayPal account, and it has a, a Vimo account and a Cash App account um, in the show's name. So you can make donations that way as well. And if you need a tax receipt, I can get one of those to you. So those of you who have contributed so far, I want to thank you so much. We are sitting at, just as an update, let's see if I can grab this real quick. We are sitting at $1,021. How'd that one get in there? That's really odd. So $1,021 that needs to be raised of the $2,800 goal we have for our three-hour show, and that includes the fundraiser fees are pretty spendy. I, I don't like using GoFundMe, but Facebook doesn't have that anymore, so we have to use them. So anyway, that is, uh, that's what we need to do for our three-hour show. If we raise $1,600, we will be able to continue, but only do a two-hour show. So that's kind of where we're sitting at right now. Uh, we have to have that raised here pretty quick by the, uh, I think it's the 16th, the 16th this month, and I'll have to check. So anyway, those of you who sponsored it already, thank you so much. Those who would like to sponsor, every little tiny bit helps. And we thank you dearly for anything you do because, as I said, literally, we couldn't do this anymore without you. It's too much for me to be able to do on my own anymore. And so, you know, the community, it's, it just astounds me. I just, it makes me so happy. You guys are just so awesome, seriously. You know, the community has stepped up and kept us on the air and, in our 16th year now. So proud of you guys. All right, now, poets, I hope you have your pens and papers and ink pots and journals and notebooks and all that good stuff out and ready because, because, because. Yay, I actually had that cute. I don't know where it went. <laughs> it is time for inspiration from the inkwell. Right now, as I go through this, if you don't get everything written down, not to worry. You can always come back after the show's over and re-listen to the program and, and pick up whatever you missed. Remember, we have 16 years worth of podcasts. Go back a couple of years, play any show, listen to the first 15 minutes, and you'll be in a little mini workshop and be off and running. So I'm going to jump right in and give you this week's all amazing and important poetry prompts and a lot of these geared towards women appreciation month because that's what that's what this is so you'll you'll recognize some of that in here but remember as i go through these keep in mind poetry prompts are like seeds planted they're meant to grow into poems with that said the prompt can be the title of your poem it can be a line in your poem or the general concept of your poem whatever else you do with it is up to you all right so let's get started We'll run through 14 prompts here. Number one, prophecy of thorns. Prophecy of thorns. Two, legacy of woman. Legacy of woman. Three, caged in shadows. Caged in shadows. Four, her mother's daughter. Her mother's daughter. Five, what they left behind. 
what they left behind. Six, temptation labyrinth. Temptation labyrinth. Seven, a day in the life, and you fill in the blank, whatever you want it to be, a day in the life of my wallet, whatever you want to put in there, right? Number eight, a woman with a voice. A woman with a voice. I think that's a good one. Number nine, fistful of strangers. Fistful of strangers. And that's a weird one. When you're doing your pick apart a prompt exercise, I, I, you're going to have some fun with that one. Fistful of strangers. Number 10, where it was she traveled. Where it was she traveled. 11, all of my femaleness. All of my femaleness. Number 12, beyond the garden gate. Beyond the garden gate. 13, we all wear shackles. We all wear shackles. And number 14, you think it's unladylike. (laughs) I like that one too. You think it's unladylike. All right, remember, you can write one poem to each prompt, mix and match the prompts, or use all of them in one poem. Now, remember, before you sit down and write to those, I want you to do your pick apart a prompt writing exercise, and you should do this anytime you sit down to write, no matter what your inspiration is. This is to help show you that what you write or what you do with a prompt before you write to it is far more important than what you do write to it. We have muscle memory, knee-jerk reactions to things that, Stimulate us mentally, just like we do if somebody bangs us on the knee and our leg kicks up. I say October, I say spring, I say river. You know, there's things that automatically pop up in your brain, just like Google search. You know, according to your search histories, it's going to pull up the things that you look at first. But if you were to go deeper and deeper and deeper and keep going through those pages, you're going to find some really strange stuff. So that's where we want to take you. It's where you find your really strange stuff, the pages in your brain of really strange stuff. So before you begin to writing, before you begin writing poems to the prompts that I just gave you, I would like you first to open up your journal to a clean page and start at the top from this week's list and write down the first prompt. All right. Then I want you to sit down and instead of writing a poem to it yet, I would like you to write at least six different ideas for poems you could write to each of the prompts. Really twist them around, you know, write down the first things that come to mind and then search farther. You know, write at least six ones for each of the prompts. You can jump with one, go down all the way down to 14 until you have at least six ideas for uh, each of the prompts. Six different poem ideas for each of your prompts, each of the 14. And I promise you will not get through the end of this exercise without something run away, running away with you. That's going to be pretty awesome. I'm trying to get through this a little bit quicker than normal because we've been going into overtime the last two weeks. And so I want to, uh, I'm trying to keep this a little bit shorter tonight. Now, it's our writer's block is just an urban legend, myth buster writing assignment. <laughs> I am here to dispel the myth of writer's block. Writer's block is like the boogeyman. It can't get you. It can't hurt you if you don't believe in it. 
If you can pick up a pen and scribble on paper, then you're writing. And if that's true, then how can writer's block be a real thing? It can't. It's not. You are going to be a much better writer because of all the random little weird things that you write like this and because of any one poem that you write. So it's really important to do just these random, random little things, sit down and just, you know, you, I don't know what to write about. That's okay. Just write about anything. I don't care. Tell me, write a description of your tennis shoes, okay? Tell me what you remember about your grandma's kitchen. I don't care. It's the act of writing. If you do that every single day, you are never going to find yourself in a stale place for doing something creative. All right, so what we are doing, our Mythbuster writing assignments are being called Just Write Blank. And the blank is because each week I will be filling that in with some new and random and fun and challenging thing to do. It's not We're not following one path. I'm just doing willy-nilly, whatever I want. <laughs> so with all that rah-rah, this week our Mythbuster assignment is just write about that one thing we didn't know we can't live without, but we couldn't live without. You're going to sit down and you're going to write a fake advertisement. I want you to think of a strange product, odd item, make up a, a weird service that's targeting poets. And write a fake advertisement infomercial telling us why poets cannot live without whatever it is you make up come up with. Tell me that just doesn't sound like a blast. And no, it's not going to create an, an amazing, epic, show-stopping piece of writing. It's for fun. Remember that? Remember when you had fun just writing dumb, silly stuff and didn't think you had to write something to get likes every time you sat down? Sandlot, scrapes on the knees, band-aids, you need them. You need to have that fun. So yeah, you're going to be writing a fake advertisement. Think about some Something that you could market to poets and, and then write an advertisement convincing them that they need to have this in order to write poems, I guess. I don't know why they cannot live without it. Once you're done writing it, and just don't really overthink this when you do it. Just start writing and making it up as you go. You know, write down anything that you think about and doesn't matter how long it is. You don't have to – just the things that you write should be for the fake advertisement. Once you're done – I want you to go through the pages that you wrote or the page that you wrote or however much you did, and I want you to see if you can edit it down and pick lines out of it and write, do a, like a funny free write, pull a funny free write poem out of everything that you wrote, free wrote to, uh, in your fake advertisement. It would be kind of fun to see, see what you came up with, even if it's a haiku. All right, so once again, I'm going to run through this week's poetry prompts. Remember, if you miss any, come back after the show and listen to the archived podcast. One, Prophecy of Thorns. Two, Legacy of Woman. Three, Caged in Shadows. Four, Her Mother's Daughter. Five, What They Left Behind. Six, Temptation Labyrinth. Seven, A Day in the Life of Blank. Eight, A Woman with a Voice. Nine, Fistful of Strangers. 10, important things in life. 11, femaleness. 12, beyond the guard gate. 13, we all wear shackles. And 14, you think it's unladylike. So there we go. To close us out, remember, as food for our creative souls, 
We are focusing on reading, reading, reading. You are what you eat. That includes your brains, too. You must have input in order to have output. And as our writer's discipline, every day, I want you to go out and write a haiku poem. American haiku, easy, three lines, five, seven, five syllable count. Don't look at his numbers. Look at his word puzzle. You'll have much more fun. Numbers are horrible. I hated doing form poetry because it's like I had to count. But then when I shifted my thinking and thought of them as word puzzles, it became much more fun because I'm great at those. All right. So anyway, every day, go out and find go out in the world and find your 17 syllables and get them written down. And if they aren't perfect, you can go back and fix them, add syllables, take away whatever later. But just get them written, written down when, they, when you hear them, when they hit you. So that's it for this week's addition to Inspiration from the Inkwell, our mini workshop. Play an audio, audio recording. We always start and end the episode with an audio track from one of you poets. If you would like to have your piece played on the air, you can send them to me via Facebook Messenger or you can email them to me at the, T-H-E, the, the speakeasy cafe at gmail.com audio file mp3 something like that in the subject line for me we can get it uploaded to the show's library and play it for the world this week i am starting out the piece since it or starting out the show with a piece by the hydropods since it is women appreciation month and it is called strong women and i love this poem here we go My sister is strong of heart and strong of mind. She stands like my mother once stood, proud and on the world. The same world I stand upon, not as proud of myself as I am of them. I speak warmly of women who endure through tenacity and sensibility, creativity and desire, power and awareness, women who persevere and stand proud and on the world. And I avoid women who whine, and the ones who point fingers and complain, the ones who chide and blame others for their failures, sexuality, or worldview. I prefer strong women, ones who leap barriers like real women, not like men or gazelles or bats, but with all the grace and strength of true women. And I like intelligent women, women who know how to hold their own, toe-to-toe against any man or anything that stands on this world. Women with original thought and insight, because that's how I was raised. I prefer strong women, not cat-fighting women, breast-pounding bodybuilders, or cookie-cutter fashion show runway whores, or women who use men as models. Women who know history, who know men are more than a rampaging army of cyclop cocks. Women who know children are more than leverage, who know the world on which they stand and draw power from it. Women who are leaders, women who can process and comprehend, women who are great thinkers. And women who don't like me saying that are probably not that. I like women who can look you in the eye. No pretense, no false flattery, no apologies, no thanks. I've been challenged by many, topped by a few, slapped in the face by some, and shot to hell by a couple in particular, but I still like strong women, no matter what you think. 
I don't happen to like weak, whiny women, just as I despise weak, whiny men. I can't pretend they're worth my time. If you're a weak woman, blame me now and get it over with. Keep crawling. But if you're a woman who possesses greatness, we have nothing to worry about. You wouldn't let someone like me get in your way anyway. And when I say something good about a woman, and when I say something bad about a woman, take a good look at the woman of which I speak and judge us fairly as you stand or kneel on this earth. Pods with strong women. I love that piece. All right, guys. So if you are on hold tonight, this is what you can expect. Actually, you can't expect anything yet because I got to do something else first. If you would like to call in on tonight's show and share with us, you can do so by calling 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. And if you are on hold, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in, such as area code 567 is our first caller tonight. So listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please make sure you introduce yourself. It's really important. Even though I may know who you are, there's going to be people listening tonight, and there's going to be people listening to the archive of the show 16 years from now. And they're going to want to know who's reading. And you never, ever want to send your work out there into this world without your signature on it. And you are are literally, verbally publishing your poem on this show tonight. So please make sure that you introduce yourself. Besides, it sounds cool. It makes it sound more professional because, you know, we're all into that, right? (laughs) So once I uh, bring you on, you can read, looking at the... Lineup. Yes, kind of. You can read two normal poems or one long epic poem. It's up to you. Uh, if the lines get too busy and I need to cut you back to just one poem, please forgive me if that happens on your turn. But right now you're good at reading two normal ones or a long one. When you are done reading, make sure that you give out your URL. It's really important that people know how to find you. You work on setting up your writer's network. On social media because that is vitally important in any writer's career if they ever plan on doing anything with their work now and uh, yeah, you just let people know how to come find you show you some love remember please we have a mature rating that means you are found to hear just about anything when I unmute these mics with the exception of adult porn poems no hardcore erotica no bumping body parts no tab a and a slot B you know, it's for our, the adult-rated shows, but we're only a mature-rated show. We aren't that big yet. You know, we aren't that we, we just don't, you know. Anyway, mature rating. <laughs> don't push that envelope. You know where it is. And don't cross that line, all that good stuff. I'm going to go ahead and give out the first three callers. So you kind of know where you are in the lineup. Um before I do that, though, I want to let area code 903, which is, I believe that's Eric. I see Karen down there, and area code 718 know that you guys are not in the lineup for the show. It does not show me that it's okay to unmute you. If you would like to come on the show tonight, please press 1, 
and that will let me know it's okay to unmute your mic and bring you on the air. If you're here just listening, I appreciate it. Thank you for hanging out with us. If you change your mind at any time, area code 903, which is Eric, 718, and 518, which is Karen. If you guys want to come on at any time, press 1, please, and that'll be okay. I will know it's okay, and I'll remind you in a bit in case you're, you know, microwaving that burrito right now. Okay, our first caller comes from area code. Where did Jimmy go? I didn't give you. I didn't even give you the caller's lineup yet. There's Jimmy. All right. So we have our first three. Our first three callers are area code five six seven, followed by seven zero two, and then we have eight three five. So let's go ahead and bring on five six seven. Hello, this is Pineapple 16. Hello, Mr. Pineapple 16. How are you tonight, ice cream man? Oh, good. I'm I'm in the ice cream truck again. Are you really? And, um, yeah, it was uh, – I, I don't live very far from Lake Erie, and it was only 38 degrees today. So I went farther south into central Ohio – where it was 53 degrees, and I was selling ice cream there. Okay, so Mr. Pineapple 16, sir, I would yes. like to rent, I would like to rent you for a day or an afternoon. <laughs> well, I'm about 2,000 miles from you. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I, 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 this this will work. I want to rent you for a day, and I want to send you down to Lake Erie. And just, I want you to okay. walk around the shore, and I want you to find me a bunch of Lake Erie agates. Lake Erie and what? Them, and then send them to agates, you know, like agate rocks, Lake Erie agates. Oh, it's a thing. That up on the Google internet. it. Yeah, Google okay, it. Lake I will. Erie. They're famous. Worldwide, they're famous. Wow, I didn't even I know that. Yeah, yeah. So... And then I'll figure out some yeah, cool the, poetry thing to trade you. Yeah, in the summer, I drive around Lake Erie a lot, uh, especially on Saturdays, but a lot of Sundays, too, because um, people want to be near the water. Mm-hmm. So you could take a break, jump out, look for some agates, and, yeah, good to go. So what would you bring us tonight, huh? Exactly. Well, um, even though was, uh, we've had a little bit of warmer weather in Ohio lately, I know – that a lot of parts of the country are getting snow and lots of snow. And I wrote this poem a few years ago uh, during a heavy, snowy week and very, very cold temperatures. And I guess it's probably called Shoveling Snow. So... um, here we go. I've I, I got to get my lighting right. I pulled over, and I'm not on, on, not home yet. I'm in a grocery store parking lot. So, okay, <laughs> here we go. Shovel, shovel, shovel. I'm shoveling snow. When will it stop? I don't know. Forecast says day and night. There's so much snow. It's pretty and white. Shovel, 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 I'm shoveling snow. It's not going to melt. 
Temperature's too low. Schools are closed and other things too. Where will you go? What will you do? You want to use your car to go anywhere. Oh, if you want to use your car to go anywhere, you got to shovel, 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 and maybe say a prayer. I didn't sign up to see life like an Eskimo, but I'm too far from the equator, so it's going to snow, snow, snow. I want to be happy, not whine and moan. I look forward to summer, though, when my only snow is on a cone. But until that time, when I hear that beautiful chime of that gorgeous ice cream truck, I will shovel, shovel, shovel all that snow and hope to survive with a little luck. End of that poem. We're supposed to get about two feet in the pass around us tonight. I don't know how much of it's going to make it down here, but, yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Shovel, 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 shovel. That was fun. Are you going to read two tonight, love? Yeah, I I have another one that um, I sort of mentioned last week, um, and I read it to my wife, and uh, she thought it was pretty cool. It, it, it's another unfinished poem. I, I started this in, 13 years ago, and that's when most of it was written for the, the last line I just added last week <laughs> since I had it in front of me. But, um, and the title of the poem, at this point, I've, I've had a couple of other idea, couple different ideas. It could be called the K poem or letter K is okay or something along those lines. But um, so I'm thinking it's roughly 50% done. So here it is. I was sitting out back behind the shack talking smack with my buddy Jack when along came Zach riding a yak. It was really whack. And we heard a quack. We didn't see a duck. We thought, what the fuck? Suddenly the yak, ridden by Zach, seemed to get sick, and it started to kick. I wanted to get out of there quick, but Zach had a stick that the yak began to lick. And he grabbed a rock, put it in his sock, and began to rub its neck. I thought, what the heck? This is a neat trick, but Zach ran out of luck. The yak began to buck when we heard a truck stuck in the muck. The truck was black and had a gun rack and a bumper sticker mentioning a Cadillac. So Zach fell off the yak and hurt his back. Nothing broke, but the yak began to choke and released a puff of smoke. The puff of smoke was thick. The yak was definitely sick. And then it coughed up a brick. And that's the pause of the poem. (laughs) I know the name of your poem. What should it be? Ready? Yes. Special K. Oh, yeah. You know, like, nice, like you know, it's, to... it's kind of, you don't want them to think it's I about food. I don't food. think it's about cereal. <laughs> I but, don't think they would think it's yeah. about cereal. They would probably think short bus, maybe, which would be the beauty in it. 
special K because it's such a fun poem. Yeah, yeah. Full of beautiful and whimsical things, right? Yeah, it's fun to read it. Mm -hmm. I could tell. I could tell you were having fun with that. (laughs) All right, honey. Tell everyone how they can find you. Okay, well, uh, YouTube, that's the big one. Got lots of poetry videos on there and uh, poetry albums on iTunes and Spotify, along with a few songs. Um, So it's Pineapple 16, and that's Pineapple XVI. Absolutely perfect. All right, sweetheart, great job tonight. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. All right, yeah. Uh, oh, and hey, yeah, you mentioned something about mm-hmm. you you said Venmo was that that was one of the payment options to donate to the for the licensing thing? It is, yes. Okay. Okay. I uh, yeah, I'll have to listen to the the specifics on that to get the is is it just the Speakeasy Cafe or is that what it is or Um, I will ha- I'll have to pull it up. I can send it to you over in a Okay. In a Okay. Hang on a second. Let me look. Let me open up the link because VMO is at Speakeasy Cafe, and then okay. I guess it asks yeah, for the last four digits of your phone number. Does it? Does it do that? Does it ask for the last four digits of your phone number when you do that? Somebody said. Well, um, it usually asks for the last four digits of the phone number of the person receiving the money. Okay, so you would need that, right? Well. Uh, I'm not sure if it's always necessary because some of my ice cream customers pay me with Venmo, and about uh-huh. 20% of them ask me for the last four digits of my phone number. Oh, okay. All right. Well, if you need it, let me know. But, yeah, it's okay. at Speakeasy Cafe, all one word. Okay. Okay, cool. Thank you, Talk baby. To you next week. Yep, thanks. I will be here. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, son. <laughs> All right, let's grab Mr. Jimmy Ray Davis. Are you there, my darling? Might not be a good time to grab Jimmy Ray. I can't hear you, Jimmy. All right, we're going to put you back on hold because uh, I got you. Wait, hang on. I got you. Wait, I'm coming back. Coming back. Are you back? Are you there? Yeah, I'm back. Yes. Man, by... I can hear you. By the skin of the teeth of a chicken, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you almost gave up on me. Look at that. Now, I'll go ahead. I already said this, but somehow we were muted. Jimmy Ray Davis, Word Machinist, East Las Vegas, in the house. Uh, we're here to keep this party going. Uh, my good buddy, Pineapple 16, got us kicked off. And uh, always giving us some wonderful, quirky stuff to listen to. Love that. You're going to have him give you some agates, I heard. I know, right? Can you imagine? Well, you probably don't. I don't know if you know anything about. And even that knows anything about Lake Erie and Lake Superior agates understands exactly what I'm talking about. For those of you that don't know, I am like a paleontologist, yeah. geologist, nerd in my rock hours. <laughs> There's a lot of good rock places up in Utah where we go on our vacation too. Um, so, uh, first of all, we need to, or I need to give a big, warm, awesome, happy birthday to Brother O. And uh, Brother O, if you're listening, you know, honestly, I believe he is really a part of the, a big part of the heart and soul of, of our community here with the Speakeasy, and I hope he's having a great day. 
and a very uh, happy birthday to him. Uh, been through a lot and going through a lot. So we wish him nothing but the best. Um, I do have it on good authority that our mutual friend, our captain, Captain Rich, mm-hmm. is listening to the show. Which He's can only mean indeed one. on here. Yeah, that can only mean one thing. What? i got to read, read this piece. You know you're I mean? going to read that poem. <laughs> yes, I was going to read it last week. Um, so, very, you know, we, we've been doing this for a long time, Nyla, as you know. And, and every so often, we meet a lot of great people, but every so often there's a real special soul you encounter that really makes an impact in a short time. And uh, Rich, uh, may, we had that connection right away. Uh, not just as people, but his poetry is, as, as you know, it's just amazing the way he strings phrases together. There's a real magic to it. And um, and I wanted to, and I'm not usually inclined to write a poem about another poet or, or person because it's, the problem you get with that is you end up repeating yourself because you love everybody. And uh, and then the second you do it, you get somebody saying, hey, man, you didn't write one about me. Uh, but um, I was really compelled to, to write this, and I didn't want this to be a backpatting thing, uh, uh, you know, always oh, such a great guy. I wanted to do it in a poetic way that would give tribute not only to him as a person, as a man, as a poet, um, but also uh, a tribute to his style of poetry. And I hope I did that well. He, he liked it. He got pretty good response. And um, now I'm not, I believe you saw the video. So this first piece. Is called Captain Hathaway. Two ships pass in the night like prodigious phantoms or acquaintances who met once in a lonely bar when the most important thing was a conversation with a stranger. We never know just who folks really are. Captains gazes skyward to a single shining star, knowing what we are needing. A red light reading. A poet's soul in a captain's hat. A man who bleeds ink into the salty air. A minstrel, a bard, never showing all of his cards. In a night, he'd like to tame. Two ships pass in the night. For a moment, the world stands still. And boom. I love that. I'm picturing a siren with a pipe between his teeth. Yeah, and now I don't know if you if you've had a chance to see any of his red light readings. Mm-hmm. Have you or not? I have. Okay, so they're just wonderful. He's in the ship, uh, he's in the boat, and he's and he's reading there in the red glow of the light, and it's just so uh, personal and it's so intimate and it's. Uh, really special um it's a really special thing to behold and, and, and because you're seeing the man and you're hearing his words and and, and his surroundings and, and what he does and it's just kind of the whole package so really good stuff that video i used a lot actually got mo- most of the images for that uh, were directly from him so the boats that you see and of course the man you see in there is him and, and the actual boats that he works with so very cool also, one more thing uh, before I start this next piece, uh, uh, something you might be a little bit happy about. As you know, I have three major storylines going on that I'm interconnecting and doing all this stuff with. Sideshow Sheila, um, Abattoir, of course, Bull Bill, 
and uh, Midnight Skinner. We're going to explore some more of that. However, I have decided to open up an old poem and broaden that into its own branching story. And that original poem is Wildwood Motel. Oh, it needs to be. I'm so excited. Yeah, so all the characters, including Miss Spirit Wild, Cheryl Madrid, Cigar Stand, everybody in that poem, we will get to see where they are now and how they're going to connect again and what their fates were or are going to be. So that should be a lot of fun. The ones that lived, of course. Yeah, the ones that lived. Okay. You know, you know I, have a, I, have a penchant for killing, I have a penchant for killing folks off, especially small girls named Blueberry. You'll never <sighs> forgive me for that. I won't. You never I won't. Already know. You know, I felt bad, but she had to go. You froze her to death in the snow. Oh, God. Poems, Gathering blueberries for her starving family. <laughs> the poems really, really, and I told you my process a little bit. Many times they, I start with the tiniest idea, and I start writing it, and I don't know where it's going to go, and that's part of the fun of it for me. And it just, the pieces fall into place as I'm writing it. And um, unfortunately, the pieces did not end up so well for her. Um, well, no more so ice, you know, ice um, cream after midnight for you. We have this, right? <laughs> so we have the, um, yesterday, we were day late on that, I believe, yesterday, yeah, with the National Women's Day and Women's Rights. And, um, so uh, I want to offer this uh, poem that I wrote last year, June of last year, as an offering for that and for uh, as a token of my respect to all of the strong women out there and their strength and um, to uh, oppose the forces that try to oppose to that try to stifle that. And um, you'll you'll know what I mean when I read it. This is called "Not Your Life." Silhouette dark at midnight. It doesn't have to be this way. Ghosts of your past have risen. I'll help you keep them at bay. Besieged by mortal trauma, by thoughts that plague. Bone-numbing clarity hurts. How about we keep things vague? Childless yet introspective, mindful of choices you made. Giving up knowingly with forethought, something now strictly forbade. Dark Christians, politically pious, Hive-minded without a true voice, judging you for being just human. God forbid they had to make your choice. Vicious circles are death roundabouts, slithering like snakes in used oil. So easy to put down on paper, something none of them ever could toil. I will extend my strong male hand, for it is weak until it is kind. Possessing the simplest compassion that is completely devoid in their minds. She can't be carefree with encounters, so much to lose, all give, no take, while he can fly as free as a falcon on the wings of a simple mistake. Their yammering is quite incessant to beleaguer her with pain and strife. So back off, don't make her decision, for it's really not your fucking life. And boom. Wow. That was incredible, Jimmy. Well, we talk about passion in the words, and, and that's something I feel strongly for, so I'm very passionate 
Corin about that. And that video did, uh, I did the video for that. I wrote it last year, but I did do the video for that. I'll send that over to you. Now, let's see you can see the oh, video. I would love that. And, um, yeah, you know, I mean, we've said it before. Some things just need to be and should be said. You know, we stop sweeping things under the rug and let's get it out there. And um, let's talk about it. Let's get people talking about it. So, um, that's it. Nyla, listen, let's get it rolling. We got, uh, I don't know who's next, either Michael or Jessica. I can't wait. Uh, but Jimmy Ray Davis, you can find me uh, under the name Word Machinist on TikTok and Instagram. And on Facebook, my poetry page is Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry. I post all of my content simultaneously the same on all platforms. I've been told you're not supposed to do that. That's not how it works. I'm tired of people telling me how to do things because I don't. I do things my way. Because I don't write. You do and, you. And you do you, baby. I don't. Yeah, I don't write to. I don't write to to a forum or, or to a, a set of um, you know stipulations. Um, but I do that because there are a lot of people that I know on the individual platforms that are not on the other ones, and this way everybody gets to hear everything. And if they like it, great. If they don't, well, they can yell at me. So Nyla, <laughs> listen, you have a great rest of the show. I'll be listening as long as I can. I got a lot, a lot of work to do, but um, hey. Appreciate you so much, Jimmy. Thank you. You did a fantastic job tonight. Thanks, Ali. You take care, sweetie. You too, hon. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 832, Mr. Mr. Soldier Blue.
the dreams that you pray we for as long as the grass shall grow for as long as the rivers flow no end no beginning no mouth you'd say a thing no need for words water flows sings its own song there are sacred ways to be learned water Sky, clouds, roiling images, purpose. Agithatsi. Defiance. Focus serves as a reflection of what is seen. Cohabitation, coherency. Focus on what is taken from the seed. Wamonsi. Three sisters. Onthapthin itrongi. Natural resource fed from natural elements to form spiritual cycles. Drilled powder, dust of ages, shattered bones, the pieces shine like splinters, shavings of starlight in the darkness. Cool winds become nocturnal and we accept what they bring to us. It is to say... Standing in the flames. Drying eyes, dying passages of blood were beat as the river's pulse slide by. Oh, all of our heritage is blood-borne. It is to say, standing in the flames. Cinders fly, decorating the backdrop of shadow images. Hailstones make interesting ice. White daylight rolls by days, sometimes uncounted, other times squandered, most times bittersweet as the smoke we clear our rooms with before we sleep. Jean Thonine. Thunder catches us dreaming thoughts of each other returning to those times before the great sorrow. Gigo. We are all blood-borne to our lament. We stack our words carefully as stones by river's edge, Nigoha, and wonder if anyone will understand when they see them. Some of us circle ourselves with roots, the ones the forests no longer grow, the grounds where they've grown is message enough with the weight of concentrated concrete. Boy, sparks incinerate, generate dull heat, Buse, the cherry washed cores of wither. Poet, it is to say, standing in the flames. Wild news, shaken shrift of leaves, spit tongues from the feral earth, those places that refuse the greeds of oppression, places where the wildwoods yet yield to none. Mocha, Tap roots yet cased, resting in, within plush vermilion clay. The twisted oak. Jean Chabethe, dark wood, 
Red bud, Judas tree, Judasi, the red oak, Pezzi, the fires are everlasting among the living, the ghost of those annihilated once and all, except as arbitrary decorative flora that shall never reside among the damned. Boy, it is to say, Standing in the flames, Nife, la saiva de que viene copal, copal. It is an incense of great prayer and great suffering. Its scent can be astringent, cutting breath with a little blood, tree water, sap, jondi. A little back flavor, almost like chocolate, currency of the ancients, the feral wood resists any attempts of definitive G.S. Nonke, spirit resists the human temptation of time schedules. As real human beings need keep no such clock, but this is not that. Thong, scent markers of heat, cherry flame, Makes things very clear. Poet. It is to say, standing in the flames, Nexus comes upon us unaware. Adaptations unobserved, dividing lines as if life is administered in quarters, shelf life and future dates growing dim. The burning continues to throttle on full choke. Dozu thingy. Throttling us from throat and bone-fed windpipe. The flames thicken, the smoke becomes a thread through dreams of mind's eye. We shall follow the thread. It is to say, it shall be said as standing in the flames by the thickets of the gray oaks beneath the limbs of the thorn-sharp bean, heavy mesquite shall you find us, gathering all that we need. Quiet as shadows, sunset stretching out a little longer, refusing to give in to the first signs of night. Yes. We shall travel to the midnight sun. Do you doubt us? Then dare to make this journey. Migaki. The stars shall dust the path clearly. A tramped visual direction of movement. We shall not be here for long. Wolves sight an earthen focus of along the ridge. The trees of the feral forest lift on high their expressions of life. The twisted oak revels in the ceremonies about to begin. Dances just ended the dawnlight gathering heat gasoline. All has been made ready. Everything in its place. Conflict, war. Worlds, words, cast asunder, 
ghost presence of an unconquered, unrepentant earth. You better be thinking peace with earth. For as long as any life, we shall continue to rise from wherever we are. Bones of mothers and fathers unknown to you, Chuchkajau, mother, father, makers. We are all ghost road beings, flesh, spirit, bone, born, or just spirit. As red earth we rise, all beings that see the sunrise. We shall be here forever. It is to say, standing in the flames, all it is to be said of the eternal sunrise, me itomets aji, that dies not, on it, poet. Oh, yes, all ghost road born, we are standing in the flames. The ski agitate. Close together, defiant, ghost road home. No kujonge, and peace. That was incredible. You know, it's almost when I listen to your poetry, it's like I think all of us have a ancient language inside our head that belongs to the tribe of our ancestors. Now, I I don't know how better to explain that. And I think that that is why when we walk through life, some of us will hear a song. We we, will gravitate towards a type of music or a type of poetry or type of literature or movies or paintings that we like. And I think that that's because there are things that speak our language. You know, we don't all like rap music. We don't all like you know, jazz, whatever. You know, there's there's different things out there. But when I read yours, it's like there's things in there that I know. And that the way you say them is absolutely phenomenal to me. Like the something there was something about embers fly against a, a backdrop of shadows. I know that I didn't say that right, but that's you know, the cinders. Line. Oh cinders. Cinders fly against the backdrop. Yeah, you you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, I do. (laughs) I mean, when you when you read that, I was instantly standing at the bottom of a red cliff. You know, watching the 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 cinders and the fly up in the sky and the the shadows that are dancing against the rock surf. I mean, that's what I was seeing. That's what I was feeling. You know, it's just. Mm -hmm. I love the way your poetry does that. And, you know, just how you use words to shape the emotion of a poem is incredible to get your point across, to make people hear what you're saying. Good job. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that, Ms. Nyla. Yeah, I, I've been thinking a lot of these, uh, these various times. And, and kind of, uh, I mean, it's, it's obviously you'd have to... You know, to, to to have the context to actually like see it, but in in some ways this is I would have to say that this is an echo of you know there are there are creation stories of the various of the northern people where they they have, they talk about coming from the stars 
Mm-hmm. So in essence, this is kind of like a sense of of spirit uh, returning to the stars, returning to that connection with the stars. So I I I know I will. Uh, I have another piece that I'm working on right now. I'll uh, have that wrapped up and uh, ready uh, next week. Um, but that's definitely touching uh, on that very thing. Looking at the you know uh, connection. I, I have to mm. say this because you brought it up, you know, returning to the stars. And you know what that made me think about was mm. how advanced we think we are and how cool we think we are. And, you know, looking back at the olden days, and that's so primitive. But I just want to sit there, you know, and say those of us sitting there with our GPS and our gadgets and all that, thinking we are like so, so smart and amazing, pluck you out of your element, set you on a boat in the middle of the ocean, and let you navigate your butt back to shore with nothing but the stars, and tell me how much smarter you are now than you were then. You just have more things doing your thinking for you. I would love, I would give anything to be able to navigate by the stars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Now think about that. They could navigate all over the world with nothing but the stars, but we think we're cool with our GPSs, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I know. I mean, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's very true. And I mean, the, the Pacific Islanders, uh, they have they had two things that they would uh, that they could use for for that sense of, of uh, movement. And one was that they would have a uh, a it almost looked like a a, a, a loom uh, where it would have like the copra thread of the the coconut and 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 it knotted into various positions would be small shells in the shapes of the constellations. And all that they would need to do would be to configure themselves in terms of what their, where they were at sea. And then they would, you know, could use this, uh, this, this loom and literally just pull, you know, get themselves home without any problems or making the journey to another Island. Uh, same thing, and and they also had some, you know, the 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 tradition of the tatao, which is you know the you know the the uh, body suits of, uh, of you know the tattooed body suits that they had, and certain of them, especially for the hands, uh, were oftentimes done in familiar uh, constellations that their people knew, and mm-hmm. so it was like whenever they were out at sea, if they if they found themselves in a situation where they were off course or if they'd gotten blown off course by in a storm and, you know, were, were making their way back as, as best they knew with, uh, you know, the directions of, of where they could see some, some kind of a landmark. And when they got within range of that, their home, their home place, and they, you know, they were looking at the, like the backs of their hands and they saw that constellation you know, in the in the sky, they they knew they were on their way home at that point. They knew they yeah. were home. So you know, with that concept, yeah. you guys returning to the stars and all that, and being able to navigate. What kind of inspiration would that give you? What does that make you think of? What kind of poems could you write to that inspiration? All right, Soldier Blue, give out your your, your info, <laughs> yes, my ma'am. darling. Yes, ma'am. 
You can find out of me at rapewild at, uh, at facebook.com and underneath in parentheses it says Soldier Blue. And then you can also find me at my, or find my work at the uh, podcast that I have. It's called Red Earth One. And if you keep the words separated, it'll get you there a little quicker. And I also have some uh, works on Reverb Nation. And I uh, have, I've got to reconnect with, with with my YouTube channel. I mean, I, I know I have one out there, but it's just a ca- case of I haven't been there in a while, so I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> um, but I'm going to try to be doing something with that, as well as the video version on the podcast as well, to see uh, what I can come up with on the, on their format. Um, so those are the places you can find me. Very cool. All right, my dear, we will talk to you next week. Oh, yes, (laughs) ma'am. Thank you, sweetheart. Great job tonight. Thank you, Miss Nyla. Always a pleasure. All right, baby. We'll see you soon. Yes, ma'am. All right. Our next caller comes from, I'm going to go ahead and give the next three so you kind of have a heads up. We have 850 followed by 419, and then 850-419-860 our next three callers. They're going to be followed by 219. All right, so let's go ahead and grab 850. Mr. Captain, my captain, you are on the air. Hey, Nala, how are you doing? <clears throat> I'm wonderful, sweetheart. How are you? Oh, we're doing all right. Uh, weather's pretty crappy here tonight, but uh, we're making it. And uh, still uh, yeah, couldn't make it. Uh, sorry, couldn't make it last week. I, I, my first week off was really hectic, and I uh, I had so much going on. I couldn't I couldn't stop and jump on. So, but. Uh, we're good now. Uh, uh, still kind of reeling from Jimmy's kind words. Of, I don't know what I did to Wasn't that. Isn't that amazing? Besides, <laughs> yeah, I'm really, uh, really touched, and uh, he is a cool dude. And honestly, one of the, I got to be the best storyteller I've ever met. I've, mm-hmm. uh, I just hang on each of these stories, these stories he does, and these amazing videos he does. And, I just um I'm just in awe. But uh so I'll take a couple I, minutes and you know, I, I I love it when I you you always have it always always seemed to follow Soldier Blue because it's like we go from <laughs> one end of the spectrum to the other. He does these long, epic, amazing pieces and then here I come with my two little blips and I'm gone. <laughs> but uh I wanted to share one um, my, uh, to give a little context, uh, uh, we live on 55 acres here, uh, and it used to be mainly a corn farm. It was a little a bit some cattle, but it was mainly uh, mainly corn fields. And uh, as what they deal with in a lot of places in farmland, the Midwest and everything, over the years, as you uncover rocks. You pick the rocks out of the field and they get piled, you know, over one. They kind of seem to 
pile up in one place and you have this pile of rocks at the edge of the pasture. And down here, uh, that is prime location for snakes. I mean, you get around those rocks, you're going to find a snake. And uh, we have a spring-fed creek on here that I have been hauling rocks down to this creek, kind of damming it up and making a rock creek crossing. And the other day, I, I started hauling these rocks, and I'm looking for the snakes, and I never found one. I did six loads of rocks out of this one area where we have a bunch, and we and we did a couple of a uh, couple of big stones. There, uh, we have sandstone here on this property, and uh, a couple of them were huge rocks. They were big as a coffee table. Didn't wow. find one snake. Did not find one snake. Saw the biggest orb spider I've ever seen in my life. It, it, it no. I almost ran from it. It was so huge. But did not see one snake. And as I'm hauling these rocks up and down the hill, a theme kind of developed in my head. And I'm like, okay, I thought of something. So uh, that night I uh, pretty much had this together. And I've gotten some mixed feedback on it. It doesn't make sense to some. To others it did. But you have some context on what what inspired it. So away we go. It's called Coming Up Empty. Morning falls down, heavier than these hands that refuse to write, heavier than the stones I flip in the garden that thaws for the lying sun. Coming up empty, coming up empty as the blank pages that talk, Impatient as a spring wind, but I'm too busy checking over my shoulder when the snakes aren't where they're supposed to be in poem. I think that's incredible. Well, thank you. I I found that I just had this huge bout of anxiety down there because I'm like, why the hell am I not finding snakes? Where are you guys? And are you ganging up over here and going to all come out at one time? It really, <laughs> I really got nervous. They are all just, afraid you know, of that freaking spider. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I guess That's so. I mean, he, he, he could hold his own. He was that big. He could hold his own with a snake. But uh, uh, uh-uh. yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, um, this one I wrote this morning, and. Uh, You'll probably recognize a prompt in this one. And it's called Broken Roses. Sunset is here to undo the day. And while I can still see the blood red smoke of a burning glass sky, now I wait to be swept along into the lucid elegance of this dark side of beautiful. Fallen prey to judgment and poetry's truth, my goats are not, my ghosts and I dance among the broken roses on a road to a perfect oblivion in poem. Wow. That was my ghost, Which not one? my goats. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ghosts can be pretty scary, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I, my, that, cousin raised, that my cousin was, raises goats. And, yeah. That, that was... Uh... 
absolutely a delight to hear. I really well, like that you. one a lot. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Do right, you uh, have that one posted? Uh, yes, ma'am. That one's on. Uh, it's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. It's on Twitter and on uh, well, the tweet version. Uh, this is expanded from a tweet, but the tweet is on Twitter and uh, the. Uh, Hell, what's the other one? Uh, Poetizer. Uh, it's on Poetizer. And all of my social media is Dead Society Poet. Uh, my website is deadsocietypoet.com. Uh, I've even started uh, playing with YouTube a little bit. Uh, I discovered on YouTube there's an issue because uh, I just basically posted my TikTok videos to YouTube. Well, mm-hmm. that creates an issue with the audio you used. If it was an audio was cool with TikTok, it might not be licensed on YouTube, and it just uh, it kind of I'm I'm gonna have to change my game a little bit for YouTube or re-record something directly for YouTube is probably what I'll have to do. But anyway, I do have a YouTube as Dead Society Poet as well. Cool. All right, sweetheart, fantastic job, honey. Well, thank you, ma'am. I do appreciate it. And uh, I'll be listening as uh, long as the weather long as the weather permits. I'll be listening as long as I can tonight. <laughs> All right. You be safe out there, sweetheart. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate it. We'll see you all next week. Thank you, Rich. Bye-bye, hon. Thank you, ma'am. Bye. All right. Let's grab area code 419, Mr. Rebel Jones. Kyla, good evening. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful, sweetheart. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm watching. I'm I'm sitting in my truck as I do every Thursday night with you, and I'm sitting here <laughs> in Michigan watching the um, storms start coming through. So it's very beautiful out here. The clouds are starting to roll in. It grays up the sky uh, a little bit. Sounds amazing. Yeah. So I've been enjoying the show. Um, I didn't write anything for tonight's show. I thought I'd go back into the archives of some of my favorite pieces and choose okay. a, choose two amongst them. And um, this one, King's Cadence prompted me um, some years back. Yes, he did a poem about androids, like telephones, or the cell phones, I mean. Um, so I took it a little step further and did Thoughts of an Android. This one will be sharing tonight. The chanting whispers that haunt my thoughts and then haunt my pen with a story to tell. A history to delve into. I find myself winding through a tunnel of someone else's memories as they speak with the stories for me to write. Long walks through the forest of madness have led me to write what I see with great details as I smell, taste, and see and feel what I write and hopefully craft well enough for you, the listener and reader alike, to see exactly how I see. The dark places I've traveled to find myself in times have taken me far from the light with nothing more than a metaphorical shovel to dig my way back. But I fight and I fight without looking back to my faults in the past. I'm trying to bury them as far back as I can. But the further I push back, it seems to get stuck 
back in those hard-to-fight habits that lead right back into the same old bad choices that I was supposed to learn from. Then buzzing and static. I forgot the thought path that I was heading down like my mind was hacking. I'm getting shut down. Someone with power wants me to stop sending poetic messages now. The rebel has been powered down. In a most robotic sound of slowing down until dead, completely shut down, conscious moved around, transferred and rewired to a new vessel, a new life, same mind, future bound. Part two, a collaboration of one mind. You see, I'm more than just an interesting study subject. Science isn't ready for what they are about to get. I'm more than just an organic, robotic object. I'm about to become more rebellious than Janis Goplin. There's a race going on in the spiritual realm, and to try to stop the pen, I'm fighting hard against the forces of darkness. Writer's blocking, buzzing again. That shit's a myth. That's a glitch in the software, but I'm learning to grow from that, from robot to human. I'm stepping in the new skin, and compliments to the upgrade. I'm more comfortable in this current phase I'm existing in. It allows me to stop time, in a sense, because while the rest of the world is in such a furious rut, I slowly study the effects of each of my individual senses and attempt to enhance each and every one of them, each and every last one of them. You see, each sense has its own olive branch of electrical sensory senses, and each of their own celestial star systems as above, so below, and within. My mind and its eye will bit by bit tell you what we see and for what it think as we look from the outside staring back in. Peace. Wow. That was intense, Rebel. <laughs> Thank you. That was that was a treat for the years, I'll tell you. That was actually um, I gave that to somebody's cast for the end of their. They do a um, a sci-fi story on podcast, whatever, and they were looking mm-hmm. for something unique for the um, for the end of their season one. So they chose that, and they asked me if they could use that to end their podcast. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> That is really mm. cool. Yeah. Um, and then this, <clears throat> I believe this might have came from a prompt from the first time I ever heard your show. Um, some kind, some a few years back. Um, so it was called. It was titled "The Terrapin in the Music Box." Twine tied to its back left leg, slowly dragging its mystery along as it rattles tunes of old. This box constructed with ancient cherry red wood and trimmed in gold, yet tarnished over time and cracked and chipped from being dragged down bumpy roads. Poor beast, this terrapin, perplexed perhaps, perplexed perhaps, at its current predicament, cursed the dragon's broken song for 30 years until... Its music box plays no more. Of life leaves its terrapin to join the place of ascending souls. Face. That was incredible. That meant, but I know I think I wrote that <laughs> off of one of your prompts from the first time I heard this. Thing. I have no well, idea. Well, that makes what perfect sense, right? 
<laughs> oh, I love you so much. That's so funny. <laughs> I did this for you, Nyla, but I have no clue what you were done. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like I know what a terrorist don't, is. Don't, don't know what you slipped it. in my coffee, <laughs> but. <laughs> right, yeah. I, I know what I slipped in my coffee, but I'm not sure what you slipped in there. <laughs> That's too funny. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you. Thank you. I also um, wanted to take a moment to say happy birthday, Brother O, if you're listening, man, and, and welcome home, brother. I'm sure he'll appreciate it. Then he is on the line, yes. Sweet. All right, then. Well, move on to the next artist. Um, been a good show. I'll tell you how to find you I'll first. See you next Thursday. Well, um, I'm Rebel Jones. You can find me as Nyla's My Every Thursday Date. And that's pretty much anywhere you can find me. I have a YouTube channel that I don't really put anything. I haven't added anything um, for a good year. But a lot of my, most of my old content is there. It's um, Poetry by Rebel P. Jones, R. Madman Productions. And I don't even remember my, my face. I ain't been out there in so long. Gosh. I don't do social right. media much anymore, so. Sorry, I just got a big thing flashed up my screen. It was a squirrel distracted the hell out of me. You lost me for a moment there. Big, big, like, flashing neon thing, this yellow just, like, in my face. Working on chat, working on chat, working on... Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Great job. We'll talk to you next week, honey. Thank you, Rebel. Yes, ma'am. All right. Bye-bye, Annie. Bye now. Okay. Next, we have area code... Come on, there we go. Next, we have area code 860. 860? Hey. Oh, Jessica. <laughs> Hi, sweetheart. Hi, Lila. I miss you. I, I am so sorry about last week. week. I had nothing good last week anyway. I had a complete like dead week of like next to nothing. But I have two poems I'm really, really proud of to read, actually, for once. So, <laughs> all right. Um, I oh, is the COVID gone? I am testing negative for COVID, but I still have all the yucky, gunky shit that at least stays behind. Yeah, I've heard a lot of it just stays and doesn't go. Hopefully, we'll go away with time. I'm not going to even say it won't, so I may not, but it's kind of depressing. All right. <laughs> okay, this one is called Divine. Hair long with silky shine, thick and flowing like the rhyme. Sparkling and glow of admiration, others gazed at her pigmentation. Contrasting her white bikini, hips wide, waist tiny teeny. She displays her curves, wine calms her nerves. It became her destiny to overcome adversity, teaching others to respect diversity, gleaming skin, and natural beauty. Flawless complexion of deepest ebony, living peacefully in quiet harmony. She believes that a divine test to set her apart from the rest. End poem. That was beautiful. 
Thank you. I would be I would be proud of that one if I were you too. Yeah, I don't know how I end up writing about anything like close to that. I just it just I thought of one line that didn't even make it in a poem and then it just I don't know, my muse, you know. So not gonna complain. <laughs> I like it. So okay. Um, this one is born out of um my friend a very good friend of mine, I upset her so much that she doesn't want to talk to me for like a few months. So I'm kind of, was kind of reeling about that. And all the, the, I went from being so happy because I got a job finally after like trying for over a year to find, I found something that fit, got the job on cloud nine. And then that happened and I'm just like devastated. And I mean, at least we're still friends, but the fact is, is I can't like, I hurt her so badly that she wants to take that long of a break from me. Oh, it hurts, but it's my fault. Well, yes and no, but we can get into that later. Yes and no, but we can get into that later. Okay, well, this is called Indelible. I'm sorry is meaningless after repeated countless times. Holds no power anymore. Should be a phrase more impactful to express regret. Yes, words are indelible like ink on this page. Yes, you can cross the words out, yet underneath remaining still your first thought. Think before words come bursting forth. I wish I always took this advice. I am not immune to blame. I have hurt those close to me, no excuse sufficient. For years, I focused on a memory. My father is saying sorry every morning after abuse the night before. A cycle continued with seemingly no end. Sorry became obsolete. Suddenly, I am in this position where I cannot repair loss. Sorry is not an option anymore. I cannot undo my words, yet I can learn not to repeat their heat. And poem. That was wonderful. Thank you. I I stopped writing, like, all the, you know, about, I don't know, nothing I've written since, that big, like, awakening or where the heck it was over New Year's, like, I haven't written about my childhood, like, at all. I posted something tonight, though, um, but it was old, you know? Um, but it mm-hmm. had to be written. I had to, like, write it out because it's still going on right now, the effects of this. Um, it's about how, like, my mom used to label our food, food we couldn't eat, and we would sneak it anyway because it's the only food that we could snack on because we were off the food between meals. So we would go from, like, eating lunch probably at 11 at school and then having nothing until, like, 9, 9 p.m. at night when there would be dinner. And then they would eat, like, before dinner, they would eat the food that we were forbidden to eat and in front of us, and we weren't allowed to have any. So it really was torture. And to this day, I'm like, I'll look at food, and I'll still kind of hesitate, like, whether I should eat it or not, because it got ingrained in me that food is, like, forbidden, you know? And it's, it's, it's sad, but, like, it's just, it's just how it was. And so I, re- I found, like, a, 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 a composition book. We, we probably from one of the last hospitalizations a few years ago, and I found it and posted it. And, um, but, yeah, I'm just kind of thankful I'm not writing. I'm, I kind of was typecast, you know, um, as mm-hmm. the poet who about abuse and, you know. And oh, I'm I know. happy out of that little thing, you know, that, like, me should not – that box so all right um yeah there's probably plenty of people waiting it took a little longer than i usually do 
<laughs> I'm happy to be here, and thanks to Jimmy. I had it written down, but thanks for Jimmy Wright. I wrote, oh, did you call like that? I saw the copy. I was like, oh, shit. So I went immediately and went and dialed. So I'm thankful I got on it all. And it would have been totally, totally my bad this time. But um, love you and everybody else. And I'm going to go donate. I know it's not going to be enough to bring you over the amount, but it'll be something. Okay. I appreciate it so much, sweetheart. And I am so sorry about missing you last week. Jimmy told me that. A, and it's like, wait, no, what? It was a two week thing. So it's well, okay. Probably, huh? I said, see, there's where my brain is. Yeah, it was a two eight six O because uh, Michael Todd, I was his friends was eight six O and so was I. So like when you accidentally put me on then I must have fallen off of somehow, and then, like, she then asked me. I don't know how, like, radio works, but I don't know. It's unusual yes, that something weird happened. Yeah, it's, I guess it's unusual for someone to call from the same area code in one night, is it, or no? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. All right, good night. But I'm, I'm um, pretty sure now, okay. now that you explained it to me, I'm pretty sure I know what happened, and it was definitely human error. Okay. No, like I said, I really had a piece. I had nothing last week. I like crap. One of them was like really like something I didn't really want to share, and I wasn't ready. And I think it actually was like a a rough draft of what I just read. So yeah, I'm I'm happy to be here this week, and happy to hear reviews. And everybody have a good night. You can find me on Facebook. My uh, Jessica Brooks poetry. My YouTube is Jessica Brooks B-E-S poetry. But I don't. I haven't gone on there in a little while. But there are some videos, and I'm trying to improve my spoken words. So I apologize for the monotony of the others and how much I read is naturally mo. Um, and basically, yeah, that's 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 me. So oh, and you can find my books at Amazon. Jessica Brooks is my high name. All right, good night. <laughs> good night, sweetheart. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, she's so awesome. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 219. 219, you are on the air. Eden, how are you doing? This is Brother O speaking. Brother O, guess what? Today's my birthday. You're supposed it is your birthday. Are you ready? Hey, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, brother O. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Thank you. There you Appreciate go. It. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're having birthdays. I'm so glad the whole ordeal is over and you're getting better and it's just exciting. Happy, happy flipping birthday. Thank you. You're very welcome. What are you going to share on your birthday, dear? It's a poem that I usually write on every year for my birthday. The title of this one is called Extremely Grateful to Make It to 48. My dear brothers and sisters, on today, March 9th, 2023, yours truly, Brother Oldest Miracle Professor of Poetry 
has officially began, begun the 48th chapter of my incredible life. When I look back at all that I've gone through in my life, all I can do is think about how truly blessed and extremely favored I am. All I can do is think about the goodness of Jesus and everything that he has done for me. All I can do is reminisce on how God answered the prayers of all of you while I was in the hospital waiting my heart transplant at the same time last year. All I can do is marvel about the progress and strides that I've made since coming home from the hospital over a month ago. And all I can do is reflect on how much I've grown and matured into the real man that I am today. My dear brothers and sisters, as I continue to recover from my heart transplant, I'm going to experience a complete healing and restoration of my mind, body, and spirit, and a complete 180-degree turn and reversal of forces in my life. These last 16 months or so have been a journey full of highs and lows, full of uncertainty and optimism full of gains and losses, full of joy and pain, full of disappointments and accomplishments. Yet in true brother old fashion, I managed to go the distance with a full serving of faith, perseverance, resilience, patience, and determination, accomplished my mission of receiving my life-changing heart transplant on December 3rd, 2022. Over this last year, I leaned on my unwavering faith. I gained a great appreciation for having real friends and family and friends in my life. I discovered how much I was truly loved and appreciated. I found out that I'll never be alone again. Man, to express myself with a new level of transparency, I learned that having feelings is not is nothing to be ashamed of, especially if you're a man. I learned how to cope with the loss of my girlfriend by realizing that she would have wanted me to go on with my life and find my future wife. I worked on the book and CD while I was in the hospital, and I won two more awards. And I became a local celebrity by having my heart transplant featured during the holiday season down in Indianapolis. Even though I'm home for my birthday this year, I'm planning the biggest celebration once I get my official clearance to resume all of my outings in another three months or so and launch my official comeback to live poetry events either June or July of this year. My dear brother and sisters, Chapter 48 will be the best one in my life because I will personally experience my breakout season, which will lead to me going back to work and getting my own apartment leading to me finally publishing my debut book and releasing my second CD, leading to me finally settling down and getting married by my 50th birthday, and leading to me experiencing a lifestyle of prosperity, abundance, and overflowing blessings beyond measure, leading to me traveling around the country sharing my heart transplant story, and leading to me being in better health for the first time in nearly 20 years. Finding me on my birthday, brothers and sisters, all I'm requesting this year is this. Show me a true love, gratitude, and appreciation for me by sending me a birthday message on my Facebook page, sending me an inbox on Messenger, texting me or calling me, or if you, if it's your heart's desire to bless me with a 
blessing with a monetary gift, please send that gift to cash out under my under my account, dollar sign brother nineteen seventy five. Yeah, I think about that, you being in the hospital for here, it must be like kind of rough for you to be getting back on your feet right now. Well, now this is it's uh, it's an adjustment. And I'm and I'm doing I'm gradually gradually getting back in the swing of things, one day at a time. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's how that's how you that's how you have to do it. That's how I'm going yeah. to, that's how I approach it and that's how I'm gonna do it. All right. Are you gonna tell everyone how to find you? Oh Or did you wanna read a, did you wanna read a second one tonight? No, 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 no. No, I uh, just okay. wanted to do my birthday poem tonight. <laughs> yeah, everybody, okay. you you can find me on Facebook on the Omar Brother Gathering. Now, since I've been out of the hospital over a month, uh, the same poem you heard tonight, I did, I did a live earlier today. So, just, uh, if you want to send me a birthday wish, uh, add me as your friend and just send, send me a message, you know. And uh, if you want to donate money, donate the gifts, do got a cash app account, dollar sign brother nineteen seventy five. Just whatever you whatever you want to give, I don't care the amount. It's about the appreciation that you that you that you have for me. That's that's it. And I'll Thank be back you, next sweetheart. Week. And we will be waiting, holding our breath with excitement. Not breath, breath. Breath. We'll be holding our breath. <laughs> All right, brother. Oh, thank you, honey. You have a really good birthday. Enjoy your day, honey. Thank you. I appreciate it. All righty. I'm going to go ahead and give the next three callers so you have an idea where you are in the lineup. We have area code... Three four six nine zero three and seven three two. So, all right. Let's go ahead and grab area code. That's, there we go. Three three four six three four six. You're on the air. Good evening, Nyla. Oh no, this isn't nope. Eric. I had I see you. Guys with the same area codes confusing me. <laughs> Hello, Amelia. Hey. Well, in the Houston area, there's three area codes that are utilized. Soldier that's, Blue. That's Blue. not even Eric's area code. I don't know what I was thinking of. It was Soldier Blue I was thinking of. That yes. is not Eric's so area his, code. His is like 832, mine is 346, and then there's another one. But anyway. Uh, here I am. Confused. Yeah, I invite you, but I don't want to discuss that right now. Just go on and do <laughs> something. Uh, we we can, you know. Okay. Anyway, um, so what I wanted to do is. Uh, I'm trying to find the piece because kept going back and forth. <laughs> Wait, 
And you you know what? When you're giving those prompts, you are kind of talking so fast. I tried to catch as many as I could, and I think I got the most most of them. So I'll see what I can do by next week. Um, well, all you have to do is after the show's over, click the same link that you used to get to the show, and that will take you to the show's archives. And you just have to listen to the first 15 minutes of the podcast after we're aired, and you can get those prompts if you miss them. Okay. Okay. Um, so the one I wanted to start with, I'm having a, a difficult time finding it because it's bouncing back and forth. So I'll go on and do this other one. Um Oh, my. Now I can't even find that one. Hold up. I'm sorry. Oh, Do you want me uh, to take the next caller and then uh, come back to you? I, I found the one. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, I almost was going to say yes. Okay, so the first one is called Dripping Upon the Pages of Time is Brand New, the Ink is Wet. Okay, so Dripping Upon the Pages of Time. My blood drips upon the pages of the papayas, soaring to the heavens upon God's literature, using the third eye to bring wisdom and inspiration. Every part of my walk upon this planet I lay bare for others to gain knowledge from. Every hurt, every tear, every joy, every smile, every lesson, Every failure, I scribe. Flowing upon the universal light, touching the stars in the evening sky, sliding down through space and time to another land, somewhere over the rainbow where my unconditional romantic love awaits, a king phenomenal and powerful, with eyes so deep they pull you into his soul. A smile so bright, you just can't stop kissing his lips. An embrace so warm and protective, you never want to stop hugging him. Tall, muscular, and handsome. His intellect far above the rest. A master chess player. His intelligence, his skills will leave you feeling like you have just a most unique king of the most powerful realm of heaven's design. Tender and kind to his woman and family, yet an influential and formidable king. In turn, he makes me feel so appreciated, his one and only. My pen flows across the canvas of the ancient and modern landscape. Spiritual instruments of communication, musical and artistic. A wonderful journey at a wonderful journey of the written and spoken word language hieroglyphics. The centuries turn backwards and forwards in time, bumping through history and future. Daughter, I am a mother. I am a lover. I am a fighter. I am soul. I am a survivor. I am a poet. 
I am Emilia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen. I am my father, God's unique design daughter. I am a Christian. I am a lady. I am a published author and writer. I am a spoken word artist. I am me. Take my hand and let's fill upon the papayas together. Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen. You know, it's a great poem for Women's Appreciation Month. You know, I think that there's a good lesson in that poem, and it's the first thing that women need to do is start appreciating themselves. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that, and that's pretty much why I wrote it. I, I've been writing a few more, but the histories on them is kind of long, so I just don't want to, uh, you know, go too far in because, you know, there's a time issue. So, okay, so <laughs> now here's the second one. It's not the one I had planned on, but anyway, I uh, still getting mixed up. I, I'm not sure if I brought this last week or not, but forgive me if it's a duplicate. It's called Magical Chocolates that are magical, an embrace that has you fantasizing about forever, a smile that sends sun rays straight into your essence, eyes that have enchanted looking into orbs that have you swimming into his soul, heart golden and pure, spinning into forever. When you awaken, he is the first on your mind, and when you lay your head on your pillow, he is the last on your mind. Thoughts of future marital bliss, spending every day wrapped up in his essence my body calling his name, praying he is the one long awaited for. Absolutely don't want temporary pleasures, desires of the permanent could waltz into my life. So taken by the conversation, I agree. Questioning, is this a forever romance or a player taking advantage of the circumstances? Can it be the right one has come along, or am I being played once again? He doesn't seem to be the type to be a player. I truly want and desire to build a magical chocolate kingdom of love with him, a forever and always that will last into eternity of a heavenly romance, a dance that will never end, a waltz across time and space, a sensuous delight, that will always make my heart melt. As his magical chocolate essence melts into my juicy peach essence, creating a perfect universe of savory flavors of sweetness, king that will look out for my best interest as I do him, that no foe could ever destroy, no enemy, no female, no male, not even satanic, demonic, could ever control conquer or destroy the romantic connection, a godly ordained love that will stand strong and mighty even during the weakest moments. The Holy Trinity directly in the midst of every moment of their relationship, especially 
each night as they kneel to pray. I pray that one day I know a love such as this, a magical chocolate love to be mine for the rest of this journey upon earth. Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, and yes, I know I was kind of choppy, but both those poems are like brand new, so I didn't really have my flow together very well, but there you have it. You know, it is really, really sad that one sapien is not a black man, because both of you write one sapien, James, Fuzzy Hermit in the Woods, because both of you write such beautiful poetry to your future loves. You know? But but I can't can't fix you up. Maybe uh, I can. Maybe we'll try. uh, Yeah. uh, You know, I have an open mind. Nonetheless, (laughs) um, you know... But uh, love is love, right? Yeah, that's true. It it just gotten kind of tiresome after so long that no solid person has materialized, and now it's a decade and uh, going into eleven years now. So, uh, yeah. Um, It is what it is. You know, the problem is, again, I think you know, I don't know how to drive. I don't have a vehicle. And so I stay behind four walls 99% of the time. So hence, cannot create a support system as in a female buddy to hang out with, nor a boyfriend man. So hence. You know, and then if I don't have them, there's nobody to teach me. So around and around it goes. So anyway, hopefully, maybe well, one day he dropped out. That's, of gonna, that's what I was just gonna say. Is <laughs> <laughs> Santa baby. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the song. <laughs> I don't, All right, Amelia. I, okay, my, my little me. chickadee. <laughs> You can find me on Facebook under Amelia T. Davis or Poetical Angel Queen, and you can find me on just about any app uh, under the same name. Uh, And here on Thursday nights with Nyla. Uh, Thank you so much. Be blessed. And, yeah, let's touch base later. Have a wonderful night. And uh, all the poets have been wonderful, and I appreciate all you do for us poets. And everybody that's going to come in behind me, I'm sure they're going to be phenomenal as well. So, again, thank you to everybody because they really have lightened up my evening just listening to them. So, with that, I shall step aside. Thank you so much, sweetheart. We will talk to you soon. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 903. This is Eric. That's why I was thinking about Eric. Hello, Hello Nyla. This is Eric Selman. How hang you on doing? one second. I'm doing okay. good. I'm actually in Houston right now. But hang on. Are you? Yeah, I am. I'm working. Go over to Highway doing 6 pile. to a little 
little restaurant called Thibodeau's and get me some alligator tail. Get some alligator tail? All right, so. Yeah. I mean, I got to finish. I gotta finish. All right. I got to finish up the tile first. We're waiting on the glue. My coworkers are finishing up for me. So I got I scraped all the floor. So but hang on. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm telling uh, Jimmy I'm on. I'm about to read a special poem. Told me to okay. let him know when I got on. So just give me two seconds. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. So uh, I've been uh, working like usual. Uh, and I got my so phone. Are you, up on, are you up on the roof? Are you on the roof right now? No, I'm in the truck with the truck on. I'm. Okay. I got speaker on. Can you turn it off? Nope, you're fine. Okay. All right. All righty. Hang on. Cool. All right. I got a, I did a dedication poem for Jimmy Ray Davis, and Aww. I did want to give a shout out to Brother O and give him a birthday, happy birthday, and welcome home. Glad he got out of the hospital finally, too. So, and the show's been great so far too with everybody. And so here we go. I got, uh, I did Jimmy Ray Davis, the Word Machinist. So here we go. <laughs> All righty. Hang on one second. Let me see if I can get this. Right. Can make it read easier. All right, so there we go. All right. Jimmy Ray Davis, the word machinist, juxtaposing jester's jurisdictions, intellectually inspiring individuality, masterfully making magical, mysterious, macabre munitions, magnificently making monumental, memorial, or more memorable. Memorable masterpieces, yawling, yelping, yodelings, relentlessly, remarkably retelling recorded recitals, adventurously assigning axioms and illusions, youthfully yielding Yahooism, determinedly directing dominance, astronomically aspiring all audiences, visionarily valuable, vivid, Vignettes, visualizations, illuminating, illusions, incandescently, spontaneously, systematically scripting, scribblers, stories, superbly, terrifically, tauntingly, tremendously, tall telling, or yeah, tall telling, horrifically, hauntingly, horrendously holding highest histories, energetically, in engineering electrical epic entertainments, wonderfully wicked word machining, orchestratedly orientating, ordered odes, reading, revering, retaining, resisting, resulting rockets, deeming, dictioning, word monster upon me, marvelously manufacturing, manumitting, masterminding, master stroking, mechanically machining models. Absolutely authoritative and uh, allegorical, captivatingly concocting conjurations, creations, harmoniously honorable, handsome, handicraftsman, impressively illustrating ideas, notrociously 
noting noteworthy notions, immediately informing, interesting, intriguing, stupendously shooting, sighted shots, sarcastically satiricizing, sacred schemes, scenes, stories, tactically teeter-totting, traditionalist truths written by Eric Shulman, the word monster. That's in peace. <laughs> what a great tribute to him. And thank that you so much. Got, thank you. It's got a lot of uh, love uh, on social media, too, so far. All the places that I have uh, posted it so far. But uh, I wanted to come on and read it. I did mess up a few times, but I, I told him I'd let him read. I'd read it this week if I made it. So, but uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I just wanted to read that one tonight. And uh, the show's been great. Uh, great job, the, all the poets and poetesses before me. And I'll, I'll be listening to the rest, and hopefully we'll be wrapping this up sometime soon. And I. I, I gotta get I gotta go get some alligator tails. <laughs> yes, it's so good. The restaurant is, it is. I actually had it. near near Bear Creek and it's they they're like little chicken nuggety things and oh my god. I used to work at a yeah, bar down there called in... Grabbers. And the guys oh, would bring yeah. they'd get off I... with the road crew and they'd stop and bring me an alligator yeah. tail because I kept their beer on ice for them. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know what my Coworkers are doing, so I guess we'll figure that out once we're done here. Well, tell them Probably I said thank you for letting you call in, and we I appreciate it, and they're awesome. Yeah, I will. I'll let them know. And thank you again, Nyla. Appreciate it. Thanks for everything you do for us, and uh, thanks for the program. Uh, thanks for letting us be heard as well and spread our message. And. Uh, this is Eric Shellman, the Word Monster, and you can find me uh, on Facebook. It's Eric Shellman, the Word Monster. It's actually a like page now. I moved all my poetry. Well, not all, but a lot of it. A lot of recent uh, poetry there. I'm on um, Instagram. It's Eric Shellman, the Word Monster. I'm on all poetry. It's uh, Word Monster. Uh, I'm on Poetizer. It's Eric Shellman, the Word Monster. Um, let's see, where else do I? Uh, I am on uh, YouTube. I haven't made anything yet. Uh, and I'm also on Spill Words, and it's just Eric Shellman now. I don't know if I can have an alias on there or not, but i still got quite a few going there. Um, also, I'm going to have uh, St. Patrick's coming up on uh, March 17th, so they decided to go ahead and publish my my poem, so that will be on Spill Words uh, as well. It's similar to my other awesome. holiday poems. So. Still working on my holiday book uh, so I had my phone problem and I just got my phone so I'll be getting the case soon hopefully tonight if not tomorrow it just depends what time we get get out of here so thank you so much I appreciate it and I'll keep everyone updated and uh, have a great night Nyla love you talk to you later love you too sweetheart and everyone thank have you a great... so much you're absolutely welcome Jimmy I hope I did you justice Reading it, and have a great night, everybody. Talk to you later. You read Bye. both. You read both of them, right? I read one poem. It was all one together. 
It was an oh, ABC you poem. Two tonight? Oh, I didn't think I had time for it. Two. You have so. time for two if you've got another one before you take off. All right, I can do one real quick. <laughs> sure. So I'm working on my bogeyman ABC poem. I'll just jump on one real quick. Hang on. I still got a, I still got a ways to go, so that's fine. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Which one did I want to do? Hang on a second. Give me two seconds. Okay. All right, there we go. Right here. All right. So this one is called. Uh, <laughs> this is actually a. Um, hang on a second. Where's the? Okay. Where's the beginning? That. Okay. Here we go. So this one's actually an American one. Um, it's on the East Coast. Uh, it's called Bloody Bones, uh, also known as Rawhead or Tommy Rawhead. is a boogeyman of the American South. Rawhead and Bloody Bones are sometimes regarded as two individual creatures or two separate parts of the same monster. One is a bear skull that bites its victim and its companion is a dancing headless skeleton. Bloody Bones tells originated in Britain. Misbehaving children were often threatened with a visit with Bloody Bones, in which the name itself could un- understandably be enough to scare bad behavior out of a young child. Bloody Bones is sometimes depicted as a pile of bloody bones rattling to life as a headless horror on which a skinless on which a skinless head, raw head would find its its place other versions of the tale describe bloody bones as a skeletal being bloody and stripped of most bodily tissue in in certain versions of the tale raw head is a severed head of a butchered hog who after being brought to life by a vengeful witch reunites with its scattered bones to find the hunter who had killed it the abomination enters the hunter's home through the chimney and ultimately eats him alive. Bloody Bones' favorite places to hide are in cupboards, under stairs, dark and musty places. Children who who are behave, uh, brave enough to peek through a crack may see him, a bloody horror waiting, crouched over a pile of small childlike bones, which are the bones of children that misbehave. If you ever should if you should oh my bad if ever you should hear the sound of rattling bones at night scourging or sorts sourcing from the stairwell or your mother's dusty cupboard it may be best not to peek inside as in peace that's just the sliver of the whole of the whole alphabet yeah so that's just a sliver of it i love it that one started in britain but it came to america when people immigrated, of course. So, but thank you so much. I appreciate it. I didn't know if I had a long, because my first one was kind of long, so I didn't want to no, jump we're on. Fine. We're doing great on time long, right so. now. You're good. Okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't know. So I was just making sure. All right. All right, Eric. Great thank job, so much. I appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. You're absolutely we'll welcome. Talk to you, talk next, to you next week. And okay. hey, y'all have a great weekend. Have a great day. I mean, great night. My best. Sorry. Been a long day. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. Nyla, love you. Bye. Take care. Love you, too. Bye. Okay. So for those of you who are interested, they have gotten chat fixed. 
So if you are listening on uh, the link, if you're listening to the show on the link, then you can refresh your page or refresh whatever it is you're listening on with the link, and it should pop the chat up for you if you'd like to join the chat room, just so you know. All right. I am going to bring on our next caller. We just had, as soon as chat got fixed, my board went nuts. So they're they're poking the bear with a stick, I think. Not Martha. They're not poking Martha, my little bear. Um, but they're poking a bear somewhere with a stick because as soon as the chat popped up, then half of my board disappeared. So if you were on hold and you got disconnected, please call back in. I do still have everybody written down on paper, so you will not lose your place in line. I will still take you in the order that you originally called in. Okay, so if we can, right, normally we have over 200 lines coming into the show. Right now we have five. Those are our five, like, separate numbers. So, yeah, that's where we are. I'm going to go ahead and bring on our next caller, which is area code 732. 732, you are on the air. Well, thank you, WN. Y-L-A, all poetry, all Thursday, all call-in, all requests. It's it's live from Portland. It's W-N-Y-L-A. iPhone, (laughs) citizen iPhone, all hell. New York, Los Angeles, coming to you live. (laughs) Gadzook lady, what a pisser. Cool. Status, quiet, notebook, stepped away from... The machinery of all editing. Notebook, quiet, different focus. Hold on. Okay. It's off the top of my head from Saturday, Sunday. My, oh, see, it's come. Anyhow, this is. Anyhow, here we go. Of the nationalistic empowerment in the words of fate. And the axe betrayed the warriors asking for forgiveness at heaven's gate. And the heartbeat drum, you know, take them down one by one. And the voices in the voices that they used to call home. And the oath in the oligarchs and the aggressors nation of a citizen's vision. You're excommunicated from the global community. You are excommunicated from the global community. Excommunicated from the global community. And the life quality and the global Witness and the atrocities are listed, families underground. The czar is insane. The czar is insane. The czar remains. Forgiveness, forgive the czar. No, there's no forgiveness at the trial. The trial is televised. The battlefield is leveled. The war has ended. Freedom is climbing up the hill. Off the top of my head, so it'll... Anyhow, thank you very much for participating. W N Y L A, all Myla, all poetry, all Thursday. You need. I need to have you record me a promo like that. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> we do all day. Right, so we do all day. It's freaking hysterical. Yeah. Oh, we can talk about that. Hour. <laughs> we'll take it serious. Oh, self promotion. You know, killing your inner being. If you have a sense of humor, but it's best to, it all matters, you know, where it clog you up. It can, it can mess you up. 
But then again, you know, it's not, it gets to be nice. It's, you know, polishing turds. You know, not really critics. So you polish a turd for the local stuff. That's pretty cool. And you get a nice response. And then it's with the audience hears. And if it's like a studio glitch or it's more of a production or an end, not engineering, you know, if it's like a production thing, the audience doesn't need to know that. And so there's these separate paradigms that correlate with what is or something. And if it's good and it's done right, you know, that's all, that's, that's great. But to pass something on, if it goes into like the third medium, and there's like a little weakness or it's really not, you, you want, want to say perfect. So if it's then, if it's on the radio, that weakness or that little glitch will, you know, implode. It, it, it almost becomes dead air, but you know, it's, the audience isn't going to hear most of these really um, nuanced, you know, real minor quasars. But then with Pro Tools, you can do anything anyhow. So now when you listen to stuff, you know, is it a demo? You know, and then a final mix is a final mix. So you can do anything with the demo because with Pro Tools, you can just move stuff around. So most of the things are cluttered and there's collisions. The notes don't breathe. There's you know, hyperspace between things. It's like this, everything collides or everything's done right out of the beginning. So you hear the first song, you hear the whole song in the first 12 seconds. So it, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't have any uh, falls. Even if you put in a minor change, it's not going to be that because everything becomes linear and washed. This that's this week. How is your week? You're all better now. Happy dude. I'm I'm getting there. I am getting there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that should muck. That stuff will muck you up. I was still worried. I was, you know, masking it out. We got, you know, an audience Saturday. There should be some pretty good ventilation, but I'll mask it up, and y'all, it's still common sense. Personally, I got like some problems, so I'm all dehydrated. It's pretty funny, and I want to talk about yeah, the stomach problems. Anyhow, W N Y L A, we're just tripping out. You okay in there? I I am doing perfectly fine in here. Hey, what's what's your environment? What's outside? Did you get any wacky it's, weather or anything? Yeah, we're supposed to be getting a whole bunch of snow for sure. Just how low down of, it comes, we're not, we don't know yet, but yeah, like two feet in the past, so. Yeah, my friend in Arizona, the snow in the mountains, so that's pretty rare, right? You're in Oregon, mm. Portland, Oregon, yeah. <gasps> Ken Kesey Center, that's big hippie stuff. Yeah, they still all live out there. <laughs> There's live Bob Weir music from Texas on the radio. Okay. Thanks for letting me trip out on what came off the top of my head this week. You're uh, very welcome, you sweetheart. You want, why would you want to hear more? <laughs> Do 
do you have? Do you have one more? Do you have one more you want to read? Because you can read too. It's all notebook stuff. Yeah, it's whatever came out today. Six. Well, read another. Read another one because eight. you get your you get your two reads. Nah, it's nothing. A blanched diamond, a decolorized spectrum. With the atonement, you will guide the marchers. You guide those awaiting. You will guide the forgiven through a hallway, funeral ship for passage of a shattered panel, an absolved window, an illuminated plane, a bridge, a bridge, a, a bridge line, a bridge plane. You will cross over into the end. You will cross over. There's the welcoming, a welcoming at the entrance. Notebook stuff. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week, week love. <laughs> Want to smoke some Yeah, that, that would put, me under, that sure put me under my desk. That's the next technological breakthrough. Okay, be at peace. You are at peace, correct? You can't heal if you're not at peace. I am at peace. It is a oh, great day. Fucking wild. Yeah, all will be well. <laughs> we'll see a revolution going. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Gregory. <laughs> cool. Thank you, WNYLA. All poetry, all Thursday. Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> Thanks for the inspiration. You're welcome. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and grab our next caller, which is 585. 585, you are on the air. Hey, Lila. Hello, sweetheart. Hello. Do me a favor, because I'm driving. Can you grab the next person and come back to me? I can play a track and come back for you. Okay, can you do that? And uh, I'll be on. Okay, I can do that. I'll be right back, hon. All right. As I said, guys, the chat room is finally open, but as soon as they fixed our chat room, our board went down. So... If you're trying to call in and you're getting that fast, busy signal, don't panic. Just keep trying. They're awesome here, and I'm sure they're working on it as we speak. If you are on hold and you got disconnected, keep trying to call in. If you're on the line right now, don't hang up. Have everything you have ever written in front of you because I may have to bring you back on. All right. Right now we are going to play a piece. Let me see. Which one should I play? Normally I have stuff queued up for this, but today I don't. So we're going to play do Chesapeake Economy. Casey show. Here we go. eyes on him every morning. He is five and a fistful of rocks, light collapsing somewhere beyond his irises. We play with the globe in the basement. 
It asks him locations of oceans and countries. When he turns away to play basketball, the globe repeats, Can you find Africa? Can you find Africa? Oh, baby, Jamestown. The war in cups could have brought you down. But your rifle fell out in all the red meadows. This is what it's come to. These suburbs from Powhatan's factions. All these houses are identical siblings and their cars the telltale birthmarks. This house cluttered with televisions and cleanliness, the cupboard of perfume, a bathroom for every bed in a three-story duplicate mini-man. My brother's hands are never empty. They penciled his birthday into their checkbooks. I used to sleep on a plastic-wrapped couch when I would visit my biological father in Roxbury Projects when he still lived with his mother. Tonight, he's probably filling the gas tank of his Escalade and thinking about the significance of keys. A Dutch ship accidentally landed at Jamestown and traded 20 negars with the English for supplies. The first Africans paying the ultimate cover charge to get into the world's best nightclub. The man half responsible for my birth calls me white girl. He is a black Republican who owns things for a living. His wife, Annie, won't let her 18-year-old son drive her Jaguar through the hood because Baltimore's murder rate is too high, but she owns property there, and someone's got to manage it. One time I watched her yell, Hood rat! Ghetto trash! at a tenant from her throne in the Escalade like she wasn't embarrassed by her real hair, like she didn't used to throw down in Dorchester. Come two weeks worth of leftovers if we were in Maryland when the Caribbean woman who works for housekeeping knocks. Annie flung her index finger in the direction of what wasn't vacuumed the day before, offers the woman nothing but orders. That December they spent $1,600 renting a tent for a Christmas party chiseled out of someone else's Bible pages. Montego Bay, Jamaica, my cousin's wedding. Sidewalk men flat-backed on cardboard over a hundred degrees outside. The taxi is air-conditioned. Downtown, the fruit markets are bruised. Overripe. July. Carrington says, These people look like they're getting ready to die. Can you find Africa? I spend the week drinking heavily, staring at an unfamiliar ocean or watching James Bond and wondering if I am guilty. Annie speaks in a Jafakan accent at Miss Ruth, our personal chef who lives on the resort full-time, and tells the old woman, We're black. We like to eat. Oh, I guess you are too. We're African-American. Tells her, We won't take you back to America and have you cook at me house. 300 years back, there were black slaveholders nestled in the pockets of the South. No one much likes to talk about it, but they kept property too. 
call the Escalade bootstrap. He drives me to the airport while juggling two cell phones and pressing 80. Harrington is silent in the back seat, placated by the video screen hanging down. I want to ask about my grandfather, the one who was murdered for $4 and some change. He was a successful man who drank too much. The scenery flies by and thins out. I am silent. Where the trees go Hey, where's the new world? All righty. Let's go ahead and see if Mr. Doug Curry is ready for us. Yes, I am here. I'm flipping through trying to, <laughs> to find. Uh, you've been having something of a technical difficulty tonight. Is that right? We have had a fun and exciting evening of obstacles and adventures. Of overcoming obstacles and making adventures out of them. I got you. Exactly. I got you. You well, speak my here language. Comes, here comes more of the thing. Um, just bear with me a second. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So I had this old stuff, um, but this is current to everybody's reality. Uh, This is called Denise's Garden. I may have read this here upon some occasion, but I walked down the street and in my mind I saw a garden because in black neighborhoods there's always gardens or shrines to people who are killed. You know, there may be a bunch of candles, a bunch of bottles of expensive, you know, empty bottles of expensive liquor and teddy bears and balloons. And sometimes Uh there's a garden planted in a space. And in my mind, I saw a garden. And it's probably because I knew that a garden, such a garden, should be there. This is called Denise's Garden. Such a beautiful garden, a community's pride. Yet the most beautiful petals of a fragrance of lime lie dormant, awaiting such rays as may bring to light nurture, cause to bloom the truth, as light always allowed vision where none was permitted before. Here once stood a tenement, a red brick apartment building, 81 Thurston Road. Here flowed crimson misery and gave us the mystery of Denise Hawkins, Under this soil, giving life to its lie of unity, ran a black woman in a basement, ran into a police bullet in the dark, ran out of blood, and died. She came charging at us. Something glistened in the dark. We thought she had a knife. We were justified, so said the officers. No bill, the panel said. 
the community that raised her howled, cursed, grieved, and now has planted a garden where stood 81 Thurston Road. The same sad story it is old. What would Denise say? We'll not know. It can't be told. She is dead. She cannot speak. And now here lies a garden to cover up a dark basement whose truth may be needed covering up. Enjoy the beautiful flowers that have buried this address, 81 Thurston Road. But know you that that their roots are blackened in blood. Remember, 81 Thurston Road. Smell the fragrant flowers, but think. Question as you pass by. For herein lies a lie, buried under Denise's garden in this hallowed ground. And gone. Wow. That was back in 1975. And when? 1975. 75 or 76. I had just really gotten to Rochester. And at the time, I think there were several celebrated, uh, I shouldn't say it was celebrated, but several well-known police murders in this area. And uh, I I actually got kind of connected to this. First of all, I had a girlfriend that lived at 80 Thurston Road. So the the building 81 was directly across the street. It was an identical brick tenement building. And uh, as it turns out, Denise was having an altercation with her living boyfriend. And a woman who was with her in that apartment when things got out of hand and they started trying to run out because the boyfriend was going to jump on her, the neighbors had called the police. And as Denise and the woman reached the door, Denise flung open the door and they shot her. It was in the basement in a completely dark hallway. And, you know, you have to look at it. I mean, you know, here's a guy who comes to work to do a job and he's in the middle of a basement, can't see, and out of nowhere bursts a figure coming at him. And he shot her. And uh, I, I keep referring to a woman who was with her. Well, I wound up being in a relationship with that woman years later. I actually had a copy of the grand jury report, and she told me about how they tried to coach the testimony to get this thing squashed. But it was uh, Denise Hawkins. Uh, postscript to the story is that Denise and uh, Lewis had a child, and Lewis had a right to see his child, although Denise's parents had custody. On those, on one of those day, uh, one of those visits, Lewis uh, got into an argument with uh, Denise's mother, and Denise's father stepped out on the porch and shot him dead. They took him wow. downtown. He stayed downtown. Now that was a murder. They took him downtown. He stayed downtown about three hours, no charge, let him go. So it was a combination of this guy really being, I wouldn't elevate him to the level of a bad actor. He was a pest, a wannabe. And the guilt 
over what had really happened to Denise. They weren't about to do it to her father, too. And they let him go, and he got away with murder. Wow. Story of Denise's garden. The politics we live in, right? Yeah, the reality. So some time ago, poetry group that I associate with in Rochester, just poets, we had a reading at a downtown theater, an art house, where they show the movies with the subtitles and those movies that make it through the judging at the film festivals, et cetera. Um, But that kind of a place. We had a poetry reading, and we were to write poems about the movies. So I wrote two. I'll have one for you, and if I have time, I'll have two. This is called Going to the Show. In New York City, where I grew up, if you were going to the movies, that's what it was called. I'm going to the show. The show meant the movies. It didn't mean a baseball game. It didn't mean a play. It didn't mean it meant you were going to the movies. Where you going, man? Oh, me and my friend were going to the show. Okay. Going to the show. Summer heat, the beach is open. The Saturday afternoon ball game is on. Everyone's hanging on the block, but not me. Got my 25 cents. I'm going to the show. The placard out front reads, air conditioned. Inside, cool air wash. There are fountain drinks. Hot buttered popcorn and Canada mints are for sale. But I smuggle my penny candy in, as always. Could be Audie Murphy or Randolph Scott bringing the guys in the black hats to heel. And bombers and paratroopers invade the skies of wartime lies through black and white newsreels. I'm going to the show for fantasy of all the things that could never be. A white man swinging through the jungle, bringing lions and tigers and natives to their knees. I'm going to watch a shoot 'em up or a tough guy gangster whip and luscious blondes of dark-haired victims mixed with the cowboys and the, and the handsome thugs. I'm going to the show for cartoon parodies, a very... I'm going to the show for cartoon parodies of very merry melodies of jazz that swings and blackface sings. Al Jolson, sing Al, sing about your mammy, ain't your mind, Poe Hattie. And a stare, do like Bo Jangle. Go ahead, Bo, dance. Show little Shirley how to prance, cause Bo knows that's just how it goes. And you boy, you just step and fetch it. Can't wait to see the show where beloved horses and dogs sometimes die, make us cry. But colored heroes and most noble savages almost always do, tragically, piteously, comically. One time I went to the show and I saw brave men face their peril at high noon, await the 310 to Yuma, and some not, meeting the heroics of a stranger in order to live and to continue to win the West. Because what I find there tells me that all things are possible, anything. And one day, 
I'll create black exploitation and gangster rap fueled by what I saw for 25 cents going to the show. I don't know. I don't have any idea at all how I could explain to you how incredible I think your poetry is. I have no clue how I could do that. I absolutely love, I could sit and listen to you. You need to do like an audio book. I'm flattered. I am serious. <laughs> you know, it's just, it, it's like a time, you are like a time machine. Yeah, I, I get I get these images at the moment that I get them, and I don't ever get rid of them. They just don't go away. You know, I was on, I was doing a poem. I said, yeah, this is, um, I did a poem about me as a child in Harlem. And I was three years old. And they said, oh, yeah, that's that's kind of a nice remembrance of, of a child, but you, of, of a time and place. But you, according to the poem, you were three years old. I said, yeah. I said, you remember? Yes. Yes. I remember. I think everything that, you know, that happens, everything that goes by is, is worthy. You know, you need to know it and you need to not forget it because you, you may, it may come back again or some result of it may visit you. And you need to not get caught flat footed. So, therefore, you know, I'm not digging and I'm not making anything up. You know, I can I can be stimulated by something, and it'll pop up a memory that's you know fifty years old. Well, you can definitely tell by them that they aren't made up. I mean, you you can't make that shit up. I mean, maybe somebody could, but not like that. Not like you do. Just well, awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. You know, I'm fangirling on you all the time. Uh, well, I'm, you know, I'm not going to tell you not to. It feels all right to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, listen, that's oh, my why goodness. All this shit. That's why I, I go on stage and be on the radio and call up and tickle you. <laughs> because I just love <laughs> the feedback. But anybody who can see, here's the thing. Anybody who tells you that if they get applause or they get pre- they tell you that that doesn't do something right for their for their heart and soul and their ego, which they don't want to admit they have, <laughs> they lie. Mm-hmm. It's real. It's real simple. Everybody needs it. Everybody appreciates it. Yeah, it's like you know. What always gets me is when, and and this is this is the truth, you know. But a woman can get up and she can get dressed. And her husband can look at her when she walks out the door and say, you look nice tonight or today, right? And she can walk out the door and start walking into her, drive to her office and start walking to her office. And somebody honks and whistles. That means more to her. That does Mm -hmm. not, maybe not doesn't mean more, but that does more for her than her husband saying Mm -hmm. it to her. Because her Mm -hmm. husband loves her. He says that about her. When she is crawling out from underneath the house with cobwebs and sewer muck on her because the pipes broke. 
Oh, don't worry, honey, you look beautiful. But when a stranger who doesn't have to say it says it, you know, those compliments do mean something. They do make us feel empowered. They do, you know, they're important things. And I think they're not only important things for us to hear, but I think they're very important things for us to give. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's why I'm all, that's why I used to always be hollering at women. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why you're, you know, you're doing your part, you know. Yes. I'm, and it I'm depends on how it's. It depends on. It seriously depends on how it's done. You know, if someone's like, I remember I was walking to the store. I lived, was in a foster home. I was probably sixteen, and I was walking to the store. I had a T-shirt on and no bra because you know you're a teenager and you think that's cool. And these guys pulled up and just started like saying some nasty shit and when we ignored them I was with my foster sister and we ignored them they stopped and started yelling at us you know because we were ignoring them you know and you know they were talking about the nice bouncy t-shirt so that's mm-hmm. one that's wrong but then we get women get so conditioned by that wrongness of that guy that I was walking out of a um I was walking out of a uh, a Sherry's restaurant and a guy held the door for me one time, and he said, you look nice tonight, ma'am. And I just walked right past and ignored him and walked right past and started. And I stopped halfway across the parking lot, and I felt like shit. I thought, you know, <laughs> he w- so I went back to him. I walked back there, and I told him, I said, I am so sorry. I was so rude. It was very nice of you to give me that compliment, and it made me feel really good. I appreciate it. Thank you. And then I turned around and walked back to my car. You know, because he hadn't done something wrong. You know, every time someone admires a woman, it isn't sexual harassment. It It isn't bad. You know, we have to recognize what it is for what it is and stop being such bitches about it. Yeah, (laughs) buddy. Well, what's funny, there will be um, women that are younger, younger than me, and I'll call them man. (laughs) <laughs> and it uh-huh. and it ain't this kind of you know you know butler yes ma'am it's just okay ma'am you know how can we you know especially I'm a car salesman so you have to show this courtesy to people that come in and you know, can I help you ma'am to a 25 year old <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez again the world we live in right yeah there you go there you go. All right, Doug, um, my darling, you need to tell everyone how to find you, honey. Absolutely. My name is Douglas Curry. You can find me on Facebook now and again, including today. I, I dropped a little piece of writing on on my page. Um, today I have some writing about Jessie Mae Hemphill, who was a great woman blues guitarist who I completed uh, a show for back in 1985. And I have a remembrance of her on my page. So that that might be worth some people's time to look at. But that's where I can be found on Facebook as Douglas Curry and on allpoetry.com as Manchild99, M-A-N-C-H-I-L-L-D-99. And uh, I'm here every Thursday that I can get here. Awesome. I appreciate you so much, Doug. Thank you for finding the time to oh, call in. It's always a treat what, when you do. I, I gotta ask this one quick question because uh-huh. um, last year I I became a supporter, financial supporter for the program, and 
Where do I go to do that this year? Oh, at this point? I love you so much. If you go to my Facebook page, pinned at the very okay. top is the link that has the it's a link to the GoFundMe page, and then it has the links for the show's PayPal, uh, the show's okay. Cash App, and the show's Venmo. Those are on there. Does it show you at all what, what uh, you know, if I go in there, will I be able to see what it was we I did last time? Not that it necessarily um, matters. It doesn't because the last – every year that I've done this, I've used the Facebook uh, fundraiser link. And okay. Facebook doesn't offer that for private things anymore. You can only do it for a cause like, you know, cancer and awareness right. and all this other stuff. So you can't do a private fundraiser for personal reasons right. anymore on Facebook. So I had to use the um, GoFundMe. This is our first year of using the GoFundMe. So anything that was on last year's fundraisers, I can't, I can't access okay. at all. I- are you in a fundraising period right now, or mm-hmm. is it just? Yeah, we are. Are you? Because you couldn't tell it by how often you mention it. You know, there <laughs> there are those. Yeah, there are those of us who love this venue, and uh, would give what we can if a general you know, I, reminder was. I, I used to not do a this on my own, and then I had people start helping me, which when they raised the prices, um, you know, they over. It, was over doubled what it used to be to do the three hour show. And, you know, nobody wants to do a, a two hour show. We can do a two hour show, but nobody wants to do the two hour show. Everybody likes a three hour show. And so that's what we've been doing every year. But, you know, I still hate putting out the fundraiser and I still hate asking, you know, I wish that I was in a position now yeah. where I could do this on my own, but I'm just not, you know, if it wasn't for the help of you guys, if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't still be here. Well, you might be surprised to know. Uh, first of all, you can believe me absolutely when I tell you this, but you might be surprised to know that some people might feel privileged to be able to make sure that this is available not only for themselves but for other people. Uh, maybe one of, would feel privileged to be able to be a supporter of something, knowing that maybe there's some other people who would like to but can't and still want to have this place to come to. So the, the the amount or the way in which we can help keep it afloat, we may feel like we've done something for a special community that we, you know, insist upon being part of. The community here is really special, isn't it? Have you yeah. ever seen anywhere, Doug, where, I mean, think about it, 16 years on the air. Have you ever seen a community anywhere where so many diverse people gather, not just race or religion or politics or whatever, but different types of poetry have converged in one area where there's not been elitism or whatever or judging or, you know, bullying or making fun of. I've never been in a community, especially when 16 years strong, where that has never happened except for once when somebody called onto the show and said something to me and was picking on the poets and read this was, was stuff. And I told him that if he ever called in and said anything about my poets again, I was going to rip off his head and shit down his windpipe. Loud and proud on the air. Not my finest moment in radio, but I was pissed. So that is the only drama in 16 years. And I did it. <laughs> you know, you guys are great. But 
I can't think of another community that's like that. Can you? No, I can't. No, I can't. So, so I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not suggesting suggesting that this needs to be. You know, a, a money grab. Go for the money. But um, I've just thought about this because I think last time I was here, somebody made mention of it. It was like, oh shit, that's right. And I'm glad they mentioned it because you know, I, you know, you, you just don't go around thinking, oh, it's a year later from the last time I did this particular activity, it's time for me to do it again. Somebody has to remind you, <laughs> you know. Yeah, everyone's so, been telling me I need to send somebody, out, send this out to, might, like, at everybody. Well, somebody need, might, might need to remind you that, yeah, you know, so you don't have $100, but you might have 5 or 10 to help this go. You know, you might just you might just want to be able to do that part just to know that you did a part that you could do for everybody else who's involved. That's what I'm going to say. You, you see, this is the NPR coming out. <laughs> this is <laughs> the public. Because <laughs> we do fun, you know, we do fundraisers, but, and, and I don't care for theirs as much as I would appreciate, you know, people helping out with this one. So that's my speech. <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate last year. I appreciate what you're going to do this year. And you're just amazing. And I love you so much. You're one of the gifts this Thank world you. has given me that I am so feel about your show, about all of our show here. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Doug. And we'll talk to you next week. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night, hon. All right, you guys, you've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. It has been an incredible evening. It's been just so much fun listening to everybody. I want to thank all the readers and all the listeners for being here. And I had a piece pulled up. So we have Jots for Sanity, an amazing new piece to play called Tattered and Torn. Here you guys go. And we will, I'm going to play another track after this one because it's kind of short. But uh, here you go on this one, and we will see you guys next week. Good night, everybody. I was under the impression that danger came with warning signs. You came with nothing but a sweet smile and all the right words. I lost myself in loving you, fixing you, making excuses for you. And you left me a little more broken than you found me. A little more tattered and torn. But also with the knowledge that I can be brave and there is no one better to pick up my broken pieces than me.
Where there was the girl of my dreams 